0: our Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the app and join Colby and I after the series finale between the Rangers and Mariners tomorrow afternoon for a live post-game chat. We'd love to see you. It is Wednesday, August 18th, 2021. This is the Locked On Mariners podcast, your home for daily Seattle Mariners news and analysis. My name is Tidey Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host Colby Patnode. On today's show, we are going to be looking back on last night's 3-1 to win for the Mariners and talk about that sweet, sweet uniform combo they pulled out and that one, as well as the players' weekend jerseys that leaked, and if that could be a potential glimpse at what's to come if the rumors are true, and the Mariners do indeed unveil new jerseys this winter. We're also going to be previewing tonight's matchup between Marco Gonzalez and Mike Fulton-Nevich, and look at what has helped Marco get over the hump in his last six starts. It's going to be a good one, so if you like the show, give it a follow or subscribe wherever you prefer your podcast. Colby, let's dive into last night's game. Another you know, pretty mediocre performance from the offense. A couple sack flies gave him a relatively early lead, but they were ultimately, you know, unable to put together much against Taylor Hearn. Luis Torrens added some insurance on a solo shot in the night that was almost robbed by DJ Peters. But once again, you know, against a poor Rangers pitching staff, the Mariners struggled to generate much offense. And obviously I don't want to linger too much on this. They won the game, but Barely being able to scrape through runs together against this Texas staff has really been the story of the last few series against them. And they played them a lot. It feels like, you know, they played the Rangers like a billion times over the last month or so. And the product they put forth at the plate has pretty much felt the same in every one of those games. And it concerns me that, like they did the last time they were in Arlington, this could lead to some pretty frustrating losses in a couple games that they really need to win.
1: Yeah, it, it uh, continues to be a concern uh, and there's really no you know light at the end of the tunnel here we, we've seen uh, you know very few players are, are glimpsing a breakout. Um, Luis Torrens is, is, is kind of having one um, although his his slump was relatively short but uh, again we've continued to see nothing from Jake Fraley to make us think that he's just you know he's this close to turning it around. Same goes for mm-hmm. uh Cal Raleigh, although he did score twice yesterday and he did have a, a, a single, but uh, you know, those are just too far, uh, too few and far between to, to really count on that. Um, and, you know, kind of the same for, for Kyle Seeger right now. And, and Mitch Hanniger had another awful at bat with a runner on third and mm-hmm. uh, nobody out. Now, thankfully he was able to get the job done later, but you know, those are the things where it's like, okay, why aren't the Mariners scoring runs? Well, when they have a guy on second and third and and nobody out, and Mitch Haniger pops up to the second baseman, your odds of scoring multiple runs in that inning just went way down. So, uh, it's mm-hmm. it's it's you know there's very few signs that enough players are going to turn things around soon uh, to suggest that this offense is really all that close. Um, JP Crawford's hitting right now. Luis uh, Luis Torrez is hitting right now. Ty France is hitting right now. And Abraham Toro is hitting right now. And that's. Mm-hmm pretty much it so uh yeah it's there there's there's very few encouraging signs from the others i i should say Kelnick is is hitting pretty well right now um but yeah you know that's half your lineup and the other half is is bad and not showing any signs that it's going to be good anytime soon that's a problem and it's especially a problem when you know the four that aren't hitting right now include mitch hanniger and, and kyle seeger so uh yeah it, it's it's pretty Discouraging. I mean, at the end of the end of the day, a win is a win is a win. Um, And you did pick up quite a bit of ground. Well, you picked up you picked up ground on quite a few teams yesterday. So overall, it's a good day. But yeah, the offense continues to be something to worry about. And and, uh, you know, if if you think you're going to roll into Houston this weekend and and find a way to win a game three to two, uh, you probably have another thing coming. And uh, that's not going to be pretty.
0: Yeah, you're right. It's it's going to be ugly if they just can't figure it out. And, uh, you know, a couple things last night. You know, Abraham Toro's on base streak with the Mariners finally came to an end, unfortunately. RIP. Um, you know, Jerry Kalnick made a cool catch, a, sl- a cool little sliding catch in center field. That was nice. Um, mm-hmm. What did you think about Tyler Anderson in this one? Six innings pitch. He was Tyler Anderson for the most part. Um, you know, gives up three hits, just one run. Gave the Mariners a chance how big has he been for this team?
1: Uh, He's been huge. Uh, You know, it's, we saw for, I don't know what, four months, first four months of the year, Seattle basically running out this bullpen day um, every single time through. Uh, And it was, you know, it, it felt certainly like a loss every time. And, and, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. you'd win one or two of them and, and you'd win 25% of them, but you, that, that was never sustainable. And it's, it's uh you know on the one hand it's great that you finally have the guy to uh to you know do exactly what you need him to do but on the other hand it's it's kind of frustrating because you kind of wonder hey you know if, if Paxson stays healthy or if uh you know Mark Avagis is what what we saw last year um, and we don't have to rely on those bullpen days if either of those things happens or or Justice Sheffield was what we saw last year or or Justin mm-hmm. Dunn had stayed healthy you know how much closer would we be to a playoff spot right now because you had right. to kick like, I don't know, seven, eight, nine games, um, waiting for for Tyler Anderson to arrive, and and now that he's here, it's 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 obvious how much difference it makes. It makes the bullpen better. Uh, it makes you know the rest of the rotation better. It, it takes a lot of pressure off your offense. Um, it's it's been great. It's he's been the. I mean, Toro has been the best player that they've acquired, but the most important one might mm-hmm. be might be Tyler Anderson and, and, uh, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's awesome, man. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a good reminder that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, bullpen days are are best left to the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, who are, you know, the, the outliers of everything in regards <laughs> to baseball, just because they can do it doesn't mean you can, uh, particularly with the way your, your bullpen is set up. Uh, it, it was never set up to bull to, you know, Use the opener and stuff like that.
0: And, and mm-hmm. for four or five months, they had to. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just, it led to some really abysmal performances. You think about the Darren McCacken game and you think about Keenan Middleton starting in Colorado and all that. It's just um that getting that fifth starter in there was huge, especially with all the injuries that happened and everything. Uh, you mentioned the playoff stuff and, I know you're, you know, you don't want to talk about it, and until they're two games behind, so I'm not going to ask you about it. But they did make up some pretty good ground last night. They're now four back. the The Red Sox lost twice last night in a doubleheader. Toronto lost. Oakland lost. Uh, by the way, you know, best wishes to to Chris Bassett. That was really ugly. What happened there? Yeah. I hope he's okay. Um, but. You know the the Yankees uh, ended up winning twice in that doubleheader against the Red Sox. They're now the wild card one uh, right now, or at least tied with uh, Oakland. Boston's also actually it's a three way tie for all the wild card spots right now for the two wild card spots between Boston, Oakland, and New York. So uh, you know the the. Blue Jays and the Mariners are tied right behind them. Obviously, one of those three teams is not going to end up making it, but the Mariners still still in the thick of things. They're now four and a half over the team behind them. The Angels, they're done. The Cleveland's done. You know, the Detroit Tigers are, have almost surpassed Cleveland and the Angels. They've been something else to watch over the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. And they're not just beating up on the Mariners anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> Makes you feel a little bit better about those losses. Eh, in not retrospect, really. maybe. Yeah, not, not really. <laughs> no, because they were pretty
1: bad when you played them. So, yeah. Uh, yep.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, I'll, I'll keep saying this until it inevitably doesn't come true. Watch the Detroit Tigers on those shortstops this offseason, particularly Corey Seager. I
0: could see it happen. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Coming up, we are talking about jerseys. But first, I just want to remind you this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Green room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with us, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Like I said at the beginning of the show, Colby and I will be hosting a post-game chat on Green Room following tomorrow afternoon's game between the Mariners and Rangers, and we'll be hosting a room once per week so you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about Major League Baseball and the Mariners and so much more. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course reacting to big news or rumors. Go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices, and be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at Colby Patno to be notified when our room goes is live i know you won't want to miss it and again we'll be live tomorrow afternoon following the rangers mariners game so we can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the mariners we'll see you there green room changing the way we talk sports this is locked on mariners make sure you tune in to tomorrow's show as we recap this series with rangers and get you set for the mariners big weekend series against the astros down in houston but right now we know you want to talk about Uniforms. Obviously, the Mariners were wearing teal on the road last night against the Rangers. That's not something they typically do. They did it against the Orioles in their doubleheader in Baltimore way back in April, right? It was April or May? Yeah. Early in the year. Yeah. Uh, so if you like the teal last night, you might want to get used to it. The Players' Weekend is coming up on August 27th through the 29th. This is the first year that Nike will be crafting Players Weekend jerseys for all 30 teams. They actually all leaked last year on Reddit. I assume these were the jerseys the players were supposed to wear in 2020. But with COVID, Players Weekend did not happen with the shortened 60-game season. And more leaks have been coming through over the last day or so, showing which nicknames the Mariners will be rocking on the back of their jerseys and the uniforms themselves, I think, are pretty darn sweet. Of the 30 players weekend jerseys, the Mariners kind of have the one of the biggest deviations from their current look. It's all it's an all teal jersey, fairly similar to what they wore last night and on Fridays at T-Mobile Park. But instead of the Compass Rose font on the front of the jersey, it's instead of the Trident font from back in the day. And the Mariners Navy blue with some nice white piping. It's a really cool look. I believe the font uh, for the name and number on the back is actually the same one they use for the navy blue alternates that they currently wear. It's really a nice uniform. What did you think about them, Colby? Yeah, I, I thought they
1: were great. Um, I think they'll be great. It's 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 a cool look. Uh, obviously, we're—I mean, you guys might not know this, but uh, we're big fans of the Trident, so uh, it's nice to see it featured prominently uh, on the uniform. Forks down, and, and- baby. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see if that's something they carry on to the, uh, the inevitable uh, rebrand, sorry, (laughs) which, uh, I mean, Kevin Martinez has all but confirmed is is going to happen this winter. Um, Mm -hmm. at this point I'd be shocked if we didn't have some kind of uniform change and, and maybe it's subtle, maybe it's a complete rebrand, maybe it's, you know, just a new alternate or, or they, they switch up the, the alternates and the, and the uh, you know, the everydays, but um, we're going to have some kind of rebrand and uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see if maybe this is a a hint into uh, what might be happening. Um, And Ty, shame on you. It is not teal. It is Northwest
0: green, Northwest green. I, I am sorry. I apologize. All right. I'm not cultured in the world of color. Northwest right. Green um, tie.
1: By the way, <laughs> <Northwest green. laughs> do you do you know what the uh, the the green that the Seahawks wear, those ugly highlighter uniforms? Do you know what uh, that color green. is called? Yes, Action and, Green. And yes, and I believe that the uh, the Sounders green, I believe is technically called Rave Green, but I, I might be wrong about that.
0: And <laughs> Sounders fans, let me know. So you know, you talked about the potential rerun this winter. We've heard about that. For a while now, for about, I don't know, a year, year and a half now, uh, it's been talked about that in 2022, the Mariners are going to have new jerseys. There was a Reddit leak a while ago that said that they were going to lean more into the Northwest green. See, I didn't say teal. I said Northwest Mm -hmm. green. And, um, you know, Kevin Martinez, you mentioned, uh, senior vice president of marketing and communications for the Mariners. He's been kind of crowdsourcing in a way on Twitter he even responded to you and I once and mm-hmm. kind of interacted with us about the jerseys. And uh, it seems like, you know, he's really trying to get feedback from the fans on what they want. And, um, you know, we'll see uh, with the teal, obviously the, or the teal geez, the Northwest green is a fan favorite test test. I know <laughs> the Northwest green has been kind of a fan favorite uh, for a lot of folks. Uh, the Friday nights at, at T-Mobile park, they've been doing that for a, almost a decade now again yep. uh, after bringing them back from the 90s and um, yeah I think you know if this is what the look is kind of going to be right if it's going to be similar in line with the um, players weekend jerseys and we've seen them try to incorporate the trident more into what into their current look right that was on their batting practice hats uh, slash um, spring training hats for a while. Was it this year? I can't remember.
1: I, I don't know. I I remember Scott Service believes in witches and and, and goblins and ghouls, and I know he doesn't like <laughs> the uh, he doesn't like the trident, but uh, it looks it looks good. It's it's the best logo. It's better than just the S. It's better than the compass rose. So either show me something better or 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 shut up. Quite honestly. So uh, yeah, trident down <laughs> or fork down, baby. Let's let's get it. Yeah, trident down. Uh, so. <laughs> So, I mean, technically, you know, a Trident th- could be up. I'm just saying. Sure, sure.
0: Uh, so, you know, what do you um, what do you think about bringing the Trident back and making that the the primary logo in the future? If they if this rebrand does indeed happen this winter, and and that's kind of the look that they're going for.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of think that. Uh, I kind of I I don't mind the the current. Kit, I think is is what they're called in in soccer at least. Uh, I, sure, I, I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't mind it. I I really don't. I think it's a clean classic look. I, I like I like the northwest green. I like the white. The grays are just really similar to the white, just obviously different color. And I I mean that's standard, I guess. But eh, don't really love the aways. Um, yeah, I I'd, I'd be fine with it personally. I I still like the early '90s uniforms, like '91. Um. Mm. Those are my favorite. They wore throwbacks of those, and Houston, the, the Griffey stuff. rookie
0: card jerseys. That's the yes. That's the this thing that's is, really made them popular.
1: Yeah, I, I think it says Seattle across the front. It, it's I, I like those um, quite a mm. bit. So uh, those would be my primaries. And we've seen teams kind of go back to back to basics, like the Padres, right? Uh, really embracing the brown and the and the yellow. Um, mm-hmm. You know. They want to look like fast food workers. I mean, nothing wrong with being a fast food worker. So you that's how you want to dress at a baseball game. Go for it. But um, I, I, I kind of feel like the I don't mind the Northwest green. It's not my favorite. Uh, I, I don't mind the creams. Like I think the Mariners right now, what they have right now is pretty good. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I I think it's going to be something that is. It's not going to be like completely out of left field. Right. Like we're not going to look after us like, Oh, their colors are now purple and red. Like, like that's not going to happen. Yeah. So there's only so much you could tweak, but I I think I'm going to end up liking it. I think the, the Mariners, if if they have Mariners across the chest instead of Seattle, I think you're probably going to see the Trident as the M. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can go with this. You could just, you know, have the, the, on the left chest, you could just have like a Trident logo, you know, and go really, really classic uh, old school. And then you could go back to the vest. That would, that would be fun. Um, yep.
0: love of vest.
1: Yeah. But you know, it, it's the only thing I would ask is don't go with powder blue. That is the most overused Jersey color in sports. Only a few teams can pull it off. The Mariners are not one of them. So don't go back to powder blue, especially don't go back to powder blue with the, with the powder blue pants. That looks ridiculous.
0: I I would like them to go to the blue and gold again for their primary colors. I believe that a is huge. Northwest. I'm not a huge Northwest green guy. Honestly, I believe <laughs> it is.
1: It. I believe it is Royal blue and Admiral gold.
0: I believe is what All it's right. called. All right. Color connoisseur. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, um, I, I I like that the most. I like their Sunday alternates the most. The really? gold piping, yeah, I, I, that's my favorite. I, I love when they when they revealed those back in what twenty fifteen. Gold piping with the with the logo. When they changed the way that the font looked on the jerseys, when it more had like a prominent uh, outline to it. You know, with the you know they they added the silver piping on the regular jerseys, and then they added the gold on the Sunday alternates that to me is really clean with the cream. I love cream jerseys like the, the blue, uh, the Braves, the, um, Cardinals, those teams that have the cream jerseys twins. I, I always love those. And I always wanted the Mariners to have cream jerseys and they finally revealed those. So yeah, those are my favorite. So I would love to still have a cream Jersey as a part of this. in some Sure. Former fashion. I'm sure there'll be a
1: Sunday alternate of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's, it's it's a good time to kind of rebrand. It's it's a new era of Mariners baseball and, yep. and your season's kind of setting up to, to make it a perfect time to introduce the new era of Mariners mm-hmm. baseball and maybe, you know,
0: uh, uh, trampling those those jersey sales a little bit heading into next year. All right, in just a moment, we'll be getting into tonight's matchup between Marco Gonzalez and Mike Fultonevich. But first, a word from our sponsor, Built Bar. Don't you hate it when you're out and about and hunger strikes, but the only convenient options are unhealthy and going to make you feel worse in the end? That doesn't have to be the case anymore if you choose Built Bar. Built Bar is providing folks with a healthy, nutritious, and delicious alternative for snacking. Built Bar has a plethora of delicious flavors ranging from coconut to cookies and cream, mint brownie, and so much more. Overwhelmed by the amount of good options, then try one of their mixed boxes, which gives you two bars per nine flavors. Each bar includes 17 to 18 grams of protein with calories ranging from the low numbers of 130 to 180. They only have four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs and all the flavors are amazing, tasty, and most importantly, healthy. Go to Bilt.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 at Bilt.com. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Mariners are looking for a third straight series victory tonight, heading into game two against the Rangers with Marco Gonzalez on the bump. Of course, Marco shoved a complete game against the Rangers last week at T-Mobile Park. Just two hits allowed, one run and uh, nine strikeouts in that one. Since July 9th, he's thrown 38 innings, allowing just nine runs while striking out 28 and walking nine. He's looking like Marco again. Colby, it's becoming fun to watch Marco Gonzalez pitch again. What are you hoping to get out of him tonight against the Rangers?
1: Yeah, it'd be nice to get, you know, six, seven innings, keep the team in the game. You probably can't give up more than two runs and realistically expect to win right now, which is aggravating because it's, you can make, you know, two pretty good pitches and one bad pitch and, and give up three runs in, in one inning. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. um, not a lot of margin for error. Uh, it'll be in- interesting to see how the Rangers attack Marco this time around. Um, you know, since it was literally his last start, they, they should have a good idea of, of how mm-hmm. he's going to attack them. Um, but the Rangers are kind of punchless right now. I mean, it, it's, they traded Gallo, they lose Solak, they, they lose Calhoun. Uh, Lowe's been okay, but not spectacular uh you know garcia has fallen off quickly um uh, but still a pretty good player uh and yeah it's it's you know you keep jonah hyman check you you probably have a pretty good shot <laughs> to uh oh did you think that ball was out when you hit it off of seawald in the ninth oh yeah yeah absolutely. i was <laughs> like are you kidding me and then i saw kelly kind of cruise and i was like oh okay okay so whew. but uh yeah it uh It'll be interesting to see how they attack. Does Marco go with the exact same game plan? Does he change it up knowing that the Rangers know the game plan? We'll wait and see. It, it's uh, I think one thing we know for sure is that the Mariners are going to attack Dolas Garcia up in the zone uh, just above the strike zone because that seems to be what Anderson did all last night. Um, mm-hmm. And it seems to be what Marco did to him in his last outing. So, yeah, you know, it's it's you come off a, of a complete game, uh, you know, a complete game, two hitter. And it's easy to have your expectations kind of float off into space. But honestly, if Marco gives you, you know, six seven innings of three run ball, you you take it and and you hope your offense shows up for for a change. Because uh, expecting anything more from from a pitcher uh, is seems seems unreasonable. Especially you know, unless the guy is like Jacob Degrom, healthy Jacob Degrom. Then if he goes six innings and gives up three runs, you're like, oh, that's that's kind of a bad outing. But for pretty much anybody else it's pretty solid. So um, do what Tyler Anderson did last night. I'll be pretty happy.
0: Yeah. You know, Marco bouncing back after kind of a rough start to the year. You know, it's a lot of it was command issues and Marco's a guy that, you know, the stuff uh, isn't good enough to play without command. So Mm -hmm. he's kind of figured that out, but what have you seen over the last few weeks? I mean, I, I mentioned it. The last six starts have been really good for him. He's looked like Marco. What, is it specifically that he's been able to figure out here that's helping him find some more su- success.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. It's um we we've seen the cutter again, he doesn't really have it yet. Uh, he's he he's thrown it a little bit less than he has in the past and, and he's really mm-hmm. focusing more on the on the fastball and, and the changeup and and uh you know, it's it's working right now. Uh the interesting thing with Marco is that he's working at the top of the zone. Um which is not, you know, a guy with Marco's stuff is not somebody you tick you you typically would imagine having success up in the zone. But that's that's where he's going mm-hmm. after right now. He's really challenging guys with the sinker and the four seamer a little bit, and then the changeup is kind of the put away pitch, and and the cutter he's using to kind of, you know, move guys off the plate a little bit. But it's it's really not been a super effective pitch yet at all this year. So. Um yeah, it's it's mostly fastball changeup. Uh he'll probably he'll mix in a curveball just enough to keep you honest. Um usually mixes it early to to steal a strike, but uh yeah, for the most part it's it's fastball up in the zone, cutter and off the plate, and the changeup blown oh. away. And it's it's a it's a game plan that's been used by soft tossing lefties for decades and and it still works. So uh that, that's oh. kind of what he's rolling with right now. And and you know, like you said, his, his command is just exponentially
0: better than what it was in april right yeah you saw him just catching so much plate in mm-hmm. his first few starts this year it was just he was giving up home runs it was just very unlike him and now that he's kind of figured it out he's given this rotation such a huge boost especially now with logan gilbert kind of falling off cliff a little bit here over his last few starts he's made up for that and really you know he is now kind of the guy that you trust in this rotation. I think we talked about this yesterday or or that I asked you about this yesterday about who you trust right now the most in this rotation. And you said Marco and I and I agree with you because Marco looks like Marco again. And mm-hmm. when Marco is Marco, Marco is the best pitcher in this rotation. He's your, you know, he, he's he's not an ace, right? Like he's not an ace. I don't want, I don't want to get this mis, misconstrued, but he is your ace, quote unquote. In this rotation and that's fine for what you have right now and he's giving you a chance to win finally when kind of felt like all hope was lost going into a marco start
1: yeah it's it's you know it, it was tough um again he's been a lot better since the first two starts of the season mm. those were those were awful and, and then he got on a nice little run where he wasn't, you know, quite Marco, but he was good enough. And then uh, the injury, unfortunately, and then he kind of, uh, you know, worked his way back from that, had one kind of mediocre start, one really good start, and they built up his pitch count. And then he went on, you know, uh, maternity leave and, and, uh, and paternity, maternity. I, I don't P- know which paternity paternity. Yeah. Okay. Um. But uh, yeah, so and then he came back and he got rocked in his first outing. But uh, since mm. then, he's been really good. Uh, and you know, the, the bulldog is back. We, we see him pitch with the emotion. We see him, you know, grind through the tough innings and, and not give in to guys. And, uh, and it's, it's, it, it's Marco. I mean, that's, that's why you paid the guy the $30 some odd million. Dollars. Exactly. Uh, that that's the captain. That's, that's, you know, Mr. Very boring himself. And, uh, he's out there <laughs> with a, with a point to prove and, and he's proving it right now.
0: All right, that's going to do it for today's show. Appreciate you tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with a recap of tonight and tomorrow's games. If you want to hear what the other side has to say, check out Locked On Rangers with host Bryce Patrick. after you hop off here. For Colby Patnode, I'm Ty Dan Gonzalez, and this has been Locked On Mariners. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dan Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.